Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Inside Savage's Mind. This week we will be talking about proper care and the dangers of one of the most aggressive reptiles our planet has to offer, the Nile Monitor. Housing. Adult Nile Monitors require extremely large enclosures. A Nile Monitor enclosure should be at minimum twice as long as the monitor and as wide and tall as the monitor's length. The enclosure should have deep enough substrate to allow the Nile monitor to burrow and tunnel. Additional cage items should include places to climb, stable hiding spots, and a large water bowl, or a large pond would be more accurate, as it must be large enough for the monitor to soak or swim in. The enclosure will need a range of humidity, with humidity being low under the basking lights, near 100% underground, and 60% throughout the rest of the enclosure. Heating and lighting. Nile monitors require a basking area that can reach at least 120 degrees Fahrenheit on the floor. Since a Nile monitor is a large lizard, the one basking light is often not enough to heat the whole lizard. Thus, multiple basking lights to extend the basking area is required. Nile monitors require UVB light, this can be achieved using full-spectrum basking bulbs, also known as mercury vapor bulbs, or an additional UVB bar that covers up to midway on the enclosure. Ideally, this should be mounted on the inside ceiling of the enclosure when using the bar UV UVB light. Otherwise, on a mesh lid is also acceptable. Now, the mesh lid is usually not going to work for an adult monitor on an adult enclosure, as Usually, you would put them in such an enclosure with long, tall climbing perches that will lead to it eventually ripping its way out through that mesh. Now, with that being said, they should be ideally mounted on the inside while they're younger, such as on like a 20-gallon tank. The UVB bar light can be put across the mesh. You cannot put a UVB light over a glass lid as the glass lid will filter out the UV. Ambient temperature in the enclosure should be between 80 to 90 degrees Fahrenheit with high 70s at night. Diet. Nile monitors are carnivorous opportunistic feeders. When they are young, they should be fed a diet of insects such as crickets and dubia roaches. Insects should be gut loaded for at least two days in advance and be dusted with calcium and vitamin D3 just prior to feeding. Adult Nile monitors require larger prey, such as frozen thawed mice, rats, and other mid-sized mammals or birds, much like with a snake. Purchasing. Fortunately, Nile monitors are uncommon at most pet stores and usually can only be purchased from breeders or at a reptile expo, such as Repticon. Taming. Nile monitors are notoriously aggressive, even among the other monitor species. That's not to say they can't be tamed with a lot, and I mean a lot of time and work, but you shouldn't expect them to be as friendly or as laid back as say an Argentine black and white tegu. The best way to tame down a Nile monitor is to get it young and raise it from a hatchling or a juvenile. Getting it used to handling while it's small enough and it will help with temperament and less aggression towards you in the future when it is far too big to be handled. Taming a adult Nile monitor 
or, or monitor of any species can be a challenge, especially with a Nile monitor. However, it's not impossible. I got my Nile monitor as a rescue at six years old from a fellow hobbyist who had taken it in from an abusive and neglectful home so they could rehome it to someone who could better take care of it. Now, back then, I had only begun dipping my toes into the more advanced reptile species and probably wasn't the best to take care of it. Now, however, I was the only one willing at the time to take on such a lizard. When they brought my Nile monitor, King Adora, to me, he was the most aggressive reptile I had ever seen. However, with a lot of effort and rodents, within three weeks, he was tolerable of me. Fast forward five years later, and he still will only allow me to enter the front portion of his enclosure for feeding, cleaning, and to refill his pond. But that's it. This is a very rare example, as it often takes much longer to achieve this level of progress, especially with an adult monitor that had endured six years of neglect before getting rehomed. Dangers. Nile monitors are extremely aggressive and extremely dangerous lizards even in a good mood. With extremely sharp claws and a long whip-like tail, much like that of a iguana, they're practically a walking weapon. Nile monitors also have sharp serrated teeth and often use those sharp claws of theirs to tear flesh from, from larger prey. Nile monitors are also venomous and their bites are known to result in swelling and excessive bleeding. Fear not, the venom is not lethal to adult humans, however, it can cause illness and pain. The real danger in a monitor lizard's venom, venomous bite, is for small animals or infants. The venom stops blood from clotting, causes a rapid drop in blood pressure, and heightens the pain associated with the bite. You shouldn't have any small animals or small children around a Nile monitor to begin with. The Nile monitor's tail is very muscular and is strong enough to break your hand with a single whip of the tail should it hit you. My Nile monitor doesn't whip at me often, thank God, but I have been bitten when I foolishly tried to pet my Nile monitor after feeding him, before I washed my hands. So while my hands still smelled like his rat, I moved my hand a little too fast in front of his face, and all he smelled was rat and bit. He ended up getting my wrist, but thankfully, he let go right away. So take it from me, you don't want to get bitten by an aisle monitor. I've certainly felt worse, but it wasn't a pleasant experience nonetheless. It's worth noting that being able to actually pet a aisle monitor is rare, as most will not tolerate you being close enough to do so without attempting to bite or whip at you. And with that, our episode comes to a close. I hope you found this episode educational. If you liked the episode, consider following the podcast to catch a new episode every week. And if you enjoy video games, consider following me over on Twitch and or YouTube for competitive esports and joke-filled gameplay every week. A link to both in, will be in the description for, for this episode along with a link to my social media. If you have any animals you would like an episode featured on, please do not hesitate to send me a message on Instagram or Twitter and I will be sure to do an episode on it. I will be attending the Raleigh, North Carolina Repticon on November 28th from 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. with the VIP ticket crowd. 
If you are also going to be in attendance and would like to meet up, feel free to send me a message. I enjoy getting to meet you guys. I hope you guys have a great week. Stay safe, stay positive, be great to each other, and I will see you guys next week for another episode.